We're back with another digital episode, and this one is all about company culture. I've sat down with our HR business partner, Zoe Bell, to reflect on the past 12 months in lockdown, our values as a marketing agency, the importance of employee development, and why our team is the best in the game. Zoe Bell, hello. Hi, thanks for having us. Pleasure. Um, right, so this is our sixth DigiTalk podcast, and we're starting to get there, I think. And everyone seems to be quite nervous when they come on. <laughs> Look, what we're, what we're trying to do here is showcase a little bit about CG, but also try and give other agencies, other businesses some tips you know some decent takeaways and I think that CG wouldn't be where it is today if we didn't have the HR function that we do and for the size of our business to have invested in that HR function like we have is not normal and I think it's so I think it's quite I think the theme that I want to talk about today is why and and also what because if you asked me two years ago what company culture was, I wouldn't have been able to answer. I'd have been able to bullshit my way through. So I think that's going to be my first question to you. What is company culture? Not CG company culture. What is company culture? So obviously, being a people-focused business, it's really important to have an inclusive company culture, um, a learning culture which develops the people. Um our employees provide that service um, to our clients. It's not a product, it is a service which is delivered by our people. So investing yeah. in our people and making them enjoy their life at work, um, wanting to come to work, be, being engaged and productive at work is just ultimately key. So, uh, you know, company culture is everything to do with its people how are they looked after, how they're trained, their enjoyment, their well-being. So let's break that down. And obviously we have to talk about the, the, the pandemic and, and how, that, how that's affected things and then working from home and, and, yeah. and that. But So let's talk about develop, the, the development side of things first because... Let's, let's talk about you. So you, you you joined us, you had a HR background, but you've done, what learning um, specifically have you, have you done to develop so yourself? I did my level five CIPD um, qualification in human resource management. So I think with HR, the actual practical um, doing is more for your, is really for your, more for your de- development, but it was really good to have that background to kind of give you confidence that you're doing the right thing and yeah. obviously giving confidence in the staff to say that you're, you have that accreditation by the CIPD so they know the leaders of the business um, have got that background, that education and that qualification. Um, what are you doing at the moment? So at the moment I'm doing an experience assessment to upgrade um, my CIPD membership to chartered status. And I've got to do 45 minutes of, of writing on the back of that. Um, but it's, it, it's absolutely worth it. And I think, you know, talking as, as the owner of the business, pre-appointing you, it was all down to me. And I was making decisions what I thought was best. Whereas now, 
I think the, the, the assets are twofold. One, I know I'm get, it, it, it's a sounding board, but it's also knowing that I'm going to get counsel that is based on theory, and that theory is based on well-being. Yeah. And putting the staff first... Yeah, I think with when it comes to marketing agency culture, I think a lot of people do think it is ping-pong tables, early Friday finish. However, we do take like a, prof- a professional, inclusive approach to kind of employee well-being and development. So investing in kind of the development of our people um, gives that expertise and specialised service to our clients because basically our clients come to CG because they have a gap within mm. their business mm. and where they feel that. And also having the, the development within our people and the expertise and specialisms and be able to portray that and provide those results for our clients yeah. is especially important. Mm. And also, digital marketing agencies, it's very competitive with regards to employees and retention. So on average, there's higher employee turnover rates, yeah. naturally, um, given the markets compared to the national average employee turnover. So it's really kind of maintaining we have those benefits for our employees in investing their development. So we retain those staff and retain that skill set to provide the best quality of service to our clients. And what's interesting though is what comes from that. So we have a, a culture that allows talent to shine and Johnny's the perfect example here. He started as an apprentice, he pushed himself, we gave him the sport, the training, the professional development, and now he's soon to be appointed to the board. And look, we've got dozens of, of, of uh, exact examples of that. What's interesting is on the flip side, it, it's not for everybody. If you aren't of a certain level, you're not willing to really push yourself, you want things given to you, it doesn't work here. So... Um, so that's an interesting dynamic that we have as a challenge. And the pandemic allowed a set of people that probably CG wasn't right for them uh, to, to, to be on fur- furlough. And then we had quite a, a quick period of, 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 of staff churn because people realised, well, this isn't, isn't quite right for us. So we'll come on to, to that because I want to talk more about the, the pandemic and how that's changed things for you. Yeah. And... Um, but I also want to talk about Glassdoor because <laughs> it's a. I. I want to hear your opinion on it because we've never directly talked about it. But if you look at it, you can tell the honest appraisals, which you know some are five, four, three stars, yeah. depending on where, where where they are, and there's good and bad, and 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 I guess you know if this is for the record. We want to hear the things we're not getting right we're only it's only a set of human beings running run, running this business we don't get everything right we did a staff survey which was anonymous to get that input and we and it's obviously shaped what we've done and we'll talk about the restructure in a bit but then there are disgruntled people that it's not worked out and it's hurt their ego um and you can spot these um these false appraisals on Glassdoor straight away like from a HR perspective what do you as professionals because you must you, I know you've got a network of, what do you what do you think of it in uh, you know and just the fact that you, you you can't comment you can't challenge it there's no one to speak to like what do you think about that and also 
anybody that's thinking about joining a business, would you look at Glassdoor? What would you know? Um, I think about employee engagement. It's all it's all about the employee voice. That's why internally at CG we do run staff surveys. Yeah. We'll have performance management sessions regularly that give a one-to-one chance to feedback with your line manager, discuss any issues that you're facing. Development and plans. Development yeah. plans. So we can support individuals with who who do their work and life at CG. Um, and I think it's all about kind of listening to your employees um, and really giving them the voice to project change within the business and um, have, have their say so they feel a part of the culture and what's happening. I think, what about Glassdoor though? So I th- I'll, like, I'll come on to Glassdoor. So I think what's really key is if someone has decided to leave the business, we want to understand why and learn from their experience as to why the to, to why they are leaving that's the whole reason the restructure did come about mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. we listened to employee feedback we looked at exit interviews we took a range of evidence to influence that restructure um and i think with Glassdoor, i think being a digital marketing social marketing agency it is fast-paced it's demanding so we put that support in place with for example wellness programs the employee assistance programs um HR support that not many businesses of this size have um, and we try to support employees as much as we possibly can um, so they, they do go on and achieve and at the end of the day if they do feel like they've outgrown CG I'm more than happy for them to leave and continue continue to follow their passions. Look at Mark, exactly. right? So Mark loved CG, he didn't want to leave but it was the right thing for him I knew I'd have found it hard. I picked up the phone to him and said, you've made the right decision because because of the pandemic, we can't give you what you, you, you need. There's nothing makes me prouder, actually, when somebody comes in, reaches a glass ceiling, then goes and gets a job somewhere else. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. you know. And I can count on t- you know, two hands the people that have come, come in and, 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 and left. Now, I've not wanted them to, but it's been the right, it's been the right thing for them. But then on the flip side, we've got dozens of people at CG that have come in at a, a, a level and grown and will continue to grow with us and that you'll be part of that so you know it's it, it's great so but let's talk about the pandemic how's that changed things um or, or why don't we start by talking about from a HR perspective how that affected you so obviously the pandemic was one of the biggest challenges I would say the HR professions faced in in a long in a very very long time um i think what's key through is cha- the process of change so change is inevitable within any business it's especially inevitable within the social and digital industries which having the hr function and the organizational development tools within that to be able to adapt to change is really really key so we give our workforce the tools to adapt to the change that was then escalated by the pandemic where people's work and everyday work and lives was changed mm. within Im- immediately so we did implement, it was overnight yeah it was we did implement home working Early. earlier but then obviously it was only a few days though <laughs> obviously the pandemic then gave us that push so adapting to change and giving employees the tools to adapt to that change and also the support and 
for example, teach, giving the support of line managers how to manage remote teams, our content creation managers, making sure they can still carry out the content creation visits safely and know why they have to take extra safety precautions and the reasons for risk, that. Risk, you know, we were doing risk assessments for something that we, we were doing 10 content creation visits a week and all of a sudden we had to do risk 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 assessments like it was it was cra- it, it was a crazy time wasn't it i do think that the the technology helped Definitely. and we but we had to write a policy me and you wrote a policy on how to conduct yourself in a video call like yeah. you if you'd asked me you know in 2019 that halfway through 2020 i'd have I'd, you know be sat down with you writing a a, a policy would it's just I wouldn't have even thought about it. And I mean this, us making people keep their video on had a huge positive impact on people's well-being. Oh, of course. I think it's it's good to be able to, like, if you were coming into the office, you'd be able to see people. You can visibly see if people are struggling and they need that extra support. So if you're just speaking to someone, you can't actually see them. It's hard to give that support because you might not be able to see, like, their body language. Um, the body language, even just the way that they're carrying them, uh, you, you know, it, like dressing themselves. Like yeah. we wanted people not, and, and I think it was like almost some people potentially perceived it as being a bit draconian. Mm-hmm. We weren't. It was, it was driven by care. Yeah. And because I remember ringing you about it, going, "Look, I'm worried about. I can't remember who it was. That you, you know, and and trying to think about it because we were going through it as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I remember having to force myself to get changed so I had a set of work clothes and then go out at lunchtime and because you're home especially as we weren't allowed to leave now it's different for me because Lucy was pregnant so we were we weren't just on lockdown we were we were shielding um but I would still do that you know so it was challenging not just from a understanding the different shit that Richie Sunak was throwing out every five minutes and how that worked for us but also, you know, there was a re- there was a uh, resource management about when to bring people back because mm-hmm. you had to give people notice, and there was all this, even managing holidays. And we, I remember me and you chatting, going, "Do you know what? We need to ask some of these furloughed staff to take holidays because by the time we bring them back, they'll have to go on holiday again." Well, obviously, for business continuity and the operational, it does seem it's it's all about kind of the reasons why and explaining that employees Mm. so not just saying oh you need to take five days holiday by the end of whenever it's explaining the reasons why the business reasons behind that and what it means for the individual and what it means for the overall business because that's why then you get the buy-in of that and why people understand they have to do that it's not just saying it for the sake of saying it but we did and you did that and your comms but it wasn't just you you were you know it was it was it was you driving it but you know um, we we embraced it as well. Like we did um, Friday catch up sessions where we did interactive quizzes and it was fun and we still did awards and And the CJ Virtual Cover. So it's really nice to you might not talk to someone in a different department mm-hmm. every day, but then you have 
you have that randomly, oh, oh, we've got the CG virtual cover and someone you haven't spoken to in a few weeks, it's nice to keep that connection because if you were in the office, you'd be going to the kitchen, mate, a cover, you'd bump into people. Yeah. So it's still trying to replicate that when we were in lockdown to keep, which is really important for the culture. And I think what is kind of key for CG is the people because the mm. people make CG. Mm. And let's move on to the restructure because that was like we said was driven by feedback from yeah. from staff it was driven by the fact that we wanted to constantly better ourselves mm -hmm. and basically to summarize the restructure we went from individuals doing a lot yeah uh, and being multidisciplined mm -hmm. to going right we are going to give people areas of specialism and they can focus on that and we delivered it. When did we first start talking about it? When did you? When did me and you have our first conversation prior to you pitching it to to us? Because we had conversations. I reckon we've six spoke, months ago. We've spoke about this. I think maybe going back, even maybe two thousand nineteen. But mm. then obviously the interruption from yeah. the pandemic happened. So um, it happened all very very quickly because it was only February when I did my review paper with the proposals, kind of bringing all the evidence together. So essentially taking feedback from kind of employees, employee surveys, um, focus groups and even exit interviews, we've I put forward obviously the proposal and moved from kind of a wider job design with kind of a flat structure um, to a more specialised structure because naturally you can see in our employees people have specialisms. Yeah, so let's be, you know, let, 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 let's give some meat on the bones to that. So we now have community managers who um, specialise in kind of interactivity and what we call live work optimiser, so organic activity. We have social media managers that control output. We have paid specialists that run the ads. We have account strategists that deal with strategy and comms. We have a, a digital team that, that tackles SEO, PPC. We have web spe um, specialists who deal with um, web, web build, web maintenance, um, and, and, and hosting. And then they, they link with, uh, from a technical insight um, and data analytical side of things um, and providing that function. So uh, we have designers and even within that, we've got specialists in graphic design and animation we've then got content creation managers we've got a hr function we've got an accounts function we've got a sale we've got a finance. sales function we've got finance and we've got um, a content marketing function that's nuts that's that there is if someone says oh why do you charge what you charge for social media management it's like because every single one of them touches your account on a virtually a daily basis. And with the new structure, obviously, it's easier to develop into those specialisms, mm -hmm. so develop those skill sets and make mm -hmm. sure we are industry-leading experts mm -hmm. um, and kind of give a set our career path with CG, moving away from that flat structure. And it's yeah, really the good only for way the employee retention yeah. and our quality of delivery. Because the only way you could progress, which you know was a gripe of mine, was to become a manager and not everybody is a, a good... Manager. Exactly. Like in cricket, um, it's very rare that your best player is a successful captain, or often when they do become a success a captain, to be successful, their performance drops. It's only very... Andrew Strauss was the, the, uh, 
the anomaly there, but I won't bore you with uh, with, with cricket um, analogy. So, so what's next? What's next for CG from a, a people perspective? So I think for CG is kind of embedding the new structure in in being successful post pandemic, um, and kind of sharing our success with the people of CG, and we have key values for our people mm. so it's always to continue that being a, 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 an industry leader yeah. to pick that marketing specialist want to be a part of so it's providing the workforce with the appropriate skills competencies mm. Mm. and be able to make have that flexibility so they can adapt to the change like the pandemic we've faced and other changes that happen in the digital and social world well, it changes every five minutes like you know it, it you know the, the the pandemic has obviously moved um consumer behavior online we've done well out of it happy days but even uh, another example is people have more time on their hands, so they're committed to TikTok. And then all of a sudden, Instagram are like, shit, we need to get with the picture. They bought reels in. Mm-hmm. Now, all of a sudden, there's a third um, outlet of, con- uh, of required content that's quite labour inten- mm-hmm. intensive. We've got to get a real strategy in place. Yeah, so we need to make sure our people are prepared for that and can adapt. Um, so we are agile and just embrace that change. So we're going to give those innovative marketing solutions mm. um which does improve kind of our quality of delivery um our sales opportunity and future business development which in turn benefits our people yeah and i think any business owners listening to this who are debating whether or not to invest in a hr function my advice is do it and i hope we've given plenty of reasons why mm-hmm. um that's great zoe thank you for for coming and talking to us about that i think it's do you know what it's been really nice actually to reflect a bit on the journey that we've gone on having worked closely together on a lot of this the last year a lot's happened in the last but couple my of years. jobs changed you know i went from being away all the time and growing the business to going back to working on ops and that's changed uh, you know so even for me, things have you know things have changed. It's changed so much, and I think we were able to adapt that change. One of the reasons is because of our 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 people strategy. People strategy. I think that's a better description than HR function. Yeah. Um, I think, and as well, growing the leadership within the business yeah. and the leadership development, it really does make mm-hmm. a difference. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, but I you know more more importantly, I have to ask everybody this question at the end. Uh, what is your Greg's order I'm buying? Southern fried chicken baguette and a Red Bull. <laughs> I will. Uh, I, uh, <laughs> brilliant. I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> Southern fried chicken baguettes are real. They're the ones that have got... Are they sweet the ones chili? that have got sweet chilli in and jalapenos and onions? Yeah. Shit, I might get one of those. <laughs> All right, well, look, thanks so much for coming in. Right. Thanks, Simon. Take care. Bye.